Hey, and welcome to the Odette Press newsletter. I'm Kelly Laughlin. I'm the artist, writer, and bookmaker here at Odette Press. As always, I am grateful that you are here along for the journey and listening. For the full experience, head on over to odettepress.substack.com and equip your own creative practice with journals and cards and tools for self-discovery, celebrating the nature of life and the art of the everyday. Those can be found over at www.odettepress.us. December, December, December is moving along. December is an incessant shoreline. December is a river constantly flowing. And today we've arrived at the 19th. I am astonished. This month, I'm riffing on times of the season. I'm thinking about collective effervescence, the symbols, the stories we share, our own connections and internal turning as we arrive from autumn into winter. Now for paid subscribers, I am putting together a brand new seasonal session for you. These are basically writing classes, writing experiences that you can turn to to deepen your practice. Again, that's over on Substack. But today I wanna riff a little bit on just the mundane parts of the day, on the dawn before the day arrives, I'm thinking about morning. I'm also sharing some prompts with you that you can turn to to center in for your own creative world. Definitely recommend grabbing a journal for any and all of these episodes, of which there are many. Okay, let's get on in to today's adventure, shall we? Today's letter for you is called Glow in the Dark, Blue of Dawn, and Thoughts on Half Waking. This idea starts in the dark, a thought on first waking, a thread pulled half asleep in curiosity. Up with the dawn, it is in the silent dark stillness that I can hear my thoughts thinking, stretching out slowly before the quick pace of the day. No cars in the streets to compete with, no soundtrack of traffic, no noise from the train, no urgent mornings, no caffeine in the highways of my veins yet. I make my way slowly, tracing paces of waking across a familiar bodied line from the bed to the small kitchen, feet slow against the uneven hallway to the places where the wood heaves and creaks. The first sounds in the dark quiet of dawn are there, histories heaving, the wood sinking and shifting, my own noises and neighbors. In an unlit apartment on this quiet morning, I look out, met with the blue in the distance. The window in the living room is a frame, the view holding two buildings across the horizon two blocks away. In the dawn blue, I perceive the faint glow of their awake-at-dawn inhabitants. They too turn the lamps on, making their own light before the sun blasts through the day, emerging into dusk, into morning. There we are, I think, each of us in the early light, none of us known to each other, each of us existing in our own early cocoons, here in the club of this early to rise. We are the constellations of morning, our rooms lit up by lamps like stars, our atmosphere this wild city. We are glowing from the inside out, and the morning rises slowly. Dark blue, dawn like midnight. The early hours are dark blue against the horizon. My favorite, like the blue of distance, where Rebecca Solnit writes, quote, that blue is the color of longing for the distances you never arrive in for the blue world. A color that to me and many feels mysterious. The morning is blue, but dark and alive. A different blue than the sky after the sun rises. In this dark blue, this blue-gray, this near black, a faint pinprick of unnatural red pulses. In this dark blue, this blue-gray, this near black, 
a faint pinprick of unnatural red pulses, glowing on and off in regular rhythm in the distance. It is a tower, a building, a human-made mechanism, and I realize I can only see this small glow, its rhythmic message from the dark sky in this dawn sky, and that when the sun's light arrives, this small red glow will fade away. This time of morning, of deep, dark navy shifts slightly, telling me of times passing, like the sky is black indigo ultramarine on a palette with white paint slowly blended in. Time builds and the sky shifts, and with it comes an increase in the sonic landscape. Cars pass by in growing speeds. Neighbors wake too, tracing their own incantations of morning, their own footsteps across small distances, making their own familiar lines across their apartments. I hear their footsteps on the ceilings, their weight tracing a path across the starting spark of the day. Their own morning glow. Everyone's familiar waking. On a Friday in the blast of daylight, it is the afternoon and I walk west to the East River. I'm pulled by a force that is the compass of my own internal longing, a need, drive, desire of the body, pulse of a feeling nameless, a felt sense asking for nourishment and color and nature one that rejects all need for explanation or logic and says just go to the shoreline, to something natural, to something not a building, not a truck, not traffic, something glowing with life, a grain of sand, the seagulls screaming and fighting over a fish below the water surface, the long white line of the single swan there each week and the loons that seem led by her floating as they follow. It is the sunset nearly, the turning point from Light, when the buildings of the city across the water start to glow, their outlines black and backlit against the horizon as the sun dips. The moment when the perceivable world turns to gold-orange glow, a heightened color field built up before the day releases into evening and the navy returns. All along the dark water, the sunlight glows. It radiates, moving. It glitters. Creative expression feels to me like a glow from the inside out. Arriving like a small flame from the midnight dark, ideas are faint impulses, dormant often, growing in the pigment of the soil of our early dawns. Sometimes our expressions call to us and through us in logical form, while others, they seem to emerge out of nowhere. But the nowhere is the night, the fertile dark, the night sky, the dawn before the morning. A story, a painting, a poem, a recipe, a song, a color, an idea, a creative seed takes for each expression a moment of possibility, met with the ingredients of environment. An idea is a spark, a tiny ember, a potent glow that exists in that exact moment where it can either take and turn to flame or form or fade away. As we turn into the winter season, away from autumn, can we nourish our ideas, let them spark and come to life? Can we maintain momentum? Do these ideas have what they need to grow? And if not, can we find what they need? Time, air, something to nourish them, a container within which to keep them safe. I look to the dawn. I think of this room. I think of this window. I think of the days going on endlessly. I think of ideas, composting, going back into the soil, breaking down, starting over, taking form, taking on new forms and continuing. In this creative realm, Regardless of the final expression, no idea goes to waste. Now, the sun is out and high in the sky. The blue of day is the black drop to the cloud coverage. Bright, vivid blue, white, gray wisps of cloud moving slowly across the horizon. This is a different blue than the dawn. The day starts, the drone of the radiator hums and hisses. Sounds like a noise band. As we arrive to each day, to the bright light, to the dawn's early glow, let your stories grow too. 
Encourage your ideas to emerge from the rich soils of life and let them slowly, slowly grow and take form. Look out into the distant dark of mornings when you can and let the glow of your neighbor's distance light be a reminder of everyone's interconnectedness. And as we edge up against the solstice and the turning point to winter, please take good care. What are you connected to? What communities are you a part of? How are you taking care of your ideas, your life, and the communities that you're a part of? What are you creating? What are you protecting this year? What are you leaving behind? What are we all envisioning or imagining for the season ahead? I'm sending you lots of care, lots of love, lots of warmth if you're in a cold place, lots of coolness if you're warm. In any case, we have one more newsletter left for 2023, and then it is a new year according to the Gregorian calendar. Winter starts on the 21st, new season, so much ahead. All right, let's keep going. Be well. Take care. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, Odette Press is a creative studio with journals and cards and paper goods. It is also a community. And thank you so much for being part of this community. If there's somebody in your life who you think might like this newsletter, resonate with these prompts, or just enjoy this community too, please send it along. We'd love to grow this community even more. You can shop journals and cards at www.odetpress.us. You can also reply to this newsletter to stay connected. Thank you so much. Take good care.